0: You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 150, Foundation Drain Tile Systems and Black Mold. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information-sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional the listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation, over the phone consultation with Steve. You can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now let's get to the episode.
1: Hello everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, the year is going by so fast.
2: Yeah, and we're almost to the end of March, so (laughs) that's a quarter of the way. That's right. Through the year.
1: Still in the middle of winter here in Wyoming though.
2: Yes. Yes. I'm sure our listeners are like, uh, yeah, we know it's cold there, but it is. <laughs> it
1: is. It's a, it's a negative, negative temperatures is kind yeah. of a low cold. To me.
2: Yeah. We, uh, a couple weeks ago, I saw that, uh, Casper set a record for record low, which for our listeners, Casper is typically a lot warmer than it is here, but they, uh, their air temperature was negative 26. So right
0: disgusting yeah exactly yeah
2: but here it was what was a we chill. we're in the negative 30s so oh yeah. yeah yeah it's just cold
0: very
1: very cold yeah and so we're talking about foundation drain tile systems and black mold so i think there are going to be a number of people who are like what is a drain tile system
2: uh so it's a for our listeners it's a French like a french drain so more or less it's a pipe uh typically it's going to be a four inch pipe so on the pipe you have holes in the top So the water can come in and then the bottom is solid so the water can come in and then it flows and obviously that that pipe has to flow uh somewhere it's got to obviously go downhill so usually typically it flows into a sump pit which we talked about sump pumps last week in our checklist uh goes to a sump pit and then it gets pumped away sometimes if you have a lot of land you can you know it can drain to a pond or wherever The purpose of it, obviously, is to get the water that's accumulating next to your foundation and get it away.
1: What decides whether somebody's home needs a drain tile system, or do all homes have that?
2: Well, codes are different everywhere. Okay. Um, Our listeners probably know this, but in Wyoming, it's pretty lax. But most municipalities actually require them, or at least the footing's drain. Um, But to answer your question you would want a foundation drain tile system if you can't get proper slope away from the foundation, but it's never a bad idea to just have it because it could be, you know, you might have groundwater issues or whatever. Um, But, you know, I, to answer your question, if we were to build a new home and we could do proper grading and drainage, would I put a foundation drain system in me personally? I would, Mm -hmm. but you know, I know how to do all that. What would the cost be? Who knows these days? Inflations. Who knows? It's up and down. But I, I would think you could do it while you're when you're building a home, not after your home's been built. You could probably do it easily for $2,500. So, to me, it would be worth doing. Now, for our listeners, if you don't have any drainage issues and no, you know, high water table concerns, you wouldn't really need one.
1: Okay. And so, again, it's, did I answer your question? You then? did. It depends, is the answer, right? <laughs> right. It depends. It depends exactly. on where you live, the the rules and municipalities, and all of that kind of stuff. So, but at the end of the day, it also sounds like what you're saying is, even if it's not mandated by the m- municipality you live in, it's still a good backup thing to have.
2: Exactly, and it you know, for me, it, it it's just I would for sure do it, and you know. And, and to me, it's just a secondary backup. And, it, you know, you're talking about moisture intrusion into either your crawl space or your basement. Not only can that cause black mold concerns, but it causes structural concerns too. So the, the consequences of moisture intrusion or water sitting at your foundation is a lot higher as far as cost-wise than it would be when you're building to just install one. And I say that because if you put one in after... You know, it's built. It's a lot. There's a lot more to it, and we, we're going to go over that a little bit later.
1: Well, and I think that's what a lot of people who are currently living in their home are asking themselves: Is it worth it? Now that my home is already built, or I just bought a home for me to spend the money to have a drain tile system put in.
2: Well, a lot of it would would be based on what, like, do you have water or moisture intrusion issues every spring or all summer or? You know, we live where there's a lot of irrigation that's done, and I hear it all the time around here. Well, you know, my crawl space or my basement stays dry until summer when the, the ranchers are irrigating. Well, if you're doing something like that and you're always dealing with issues, it doesn't have to be irrigation water. But my point is, is if you're always addressing, addressing moisture intrusion in your basement or crawl space, then, yeah, it would be it would be necessary. Now... If you had a one-off event and let's just say it happened because a rain gutter was defective or a sprinkler line broke, is it necessary to spend the money and put a drain tile system in? I wouldn't think so, in my opinion.
1: Okay. So what about in places where there tend to be things like hurricanes, like Florida? Do, Do all those houses typically come with drain tile systems? Is it helpful?
2: Well, for those homes, typically you don't have a full foundation. Okay. So most of those are slab on grade. Okay. And so they wouldn't, that's, so for our listeners, that wouldn't, typically wouldn't even be necessary, nor is it really feasible. Does that make sense? So, so then you have a concrete slab that.
1: Okay. So then drain, drain tile systems are for people with half or full foundations. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. I'm yeah. I probably
2: should have been a little more. Yeah. Because like,
1: it's hard to, th- most people do not yeah. think about, most people know every house has a foundation, but they don't think about what the height yep. and whether that. So if you have a half or a daylight basement or a full foundation, you need a drain tile system yes. in general.
2: Exactly. Okay. Yep. Yeah. If you're, If your home's like, you know, where they have hurricanes, especially, you know, like down in the Keys or Hawaii where, you know, they don't know how high the surf's going to come up. A lot of those homes are built on stilts is what I call it. You wouldn't, there would be no reason to nor would you have anywhere really to put a drain tile system. Correct. Does that make sense? That
1: does make sense. Okay. So for those that that have a drain tile system, what should they be doing to maintain it?
2: Well, we, uh, you know, we talked last week about the checklist and one thing we talked about is sump pumps. So, you know, depending on where that drain tile piping system terminates, typically it will be a sump pump. They need to make sure that they're checking that. Now, If there isn't a sub pump, let's say it drains to a pond or just a pipe daylights, you know, 20 feet away from a foundation. When you know the water table's high and the snow's melting or it's just springtime and you're getting a lot of rain, make sure you look at the end of that pipe and you can see the water's coming out of it. Because if it's not working, at some point normally the water's going to find its way into the home if it's a full basement or if it's a crawl space, there's going to be water in the crawl space. And so you don't want to wait till that happens. And if you have a drain tile system that's backed up, that's, depending on why, that's that's a pretty major issue.
1: Why would a drain tile system get backed up? For example, When
2: they installed it, you know, kind of like a septic system, if they didn't get the pipe connected properly or they didn't compact it properly and then, you know, there's movement and the pipe breaks. Um, other reasons, it could be... You know, not to go into all the details, but when you put in a drain tile system, you bed it in rock and gravel, and then you put a filter fabric over it, meaning no mud or silt can get down in there. Cause if that happens, it'll plug it up. So, so there, there could be several reasons why it would, it would be defective. But if that were to happen after the home's built, it, it's pretty major. <laughs>
1: How would an owner of a home or how would someone living in a home with a drain tunnel system know that the system was backed up? What are the signs and symptoms of that?
2: You would start to see, like I said, the water water follows the path of least resistance. So it probably would come through a crack and come to the inside of the foundation, whether that's a basement or a crawl space, you're going to have water on the inside. Another uh, indicator would be, You know, your grading for how many ever years or months was fine. Now, all of a sudden, there's a big sinkhole there, which would tell you there's water there. So, it's, you know, it's doing something. And so, you would see, you know, on the outside, you would see a big sinkhole. And like I said, if you see something like that, it's it's pretty major. If you have a sump pit and, you know, every spring, water accumulates in there, your sump pump kicks on. If you're checking that, let's just say... Not necessarily this time of year, but in a month or so, there's no water in there. You're checking in June, no water in there. If there's no water in there at all, that would tell you that there's an issue. I mean, it depends on the winter you've had, but, you know, we get pretty wet springs. And so if there's no water coming into that sub pit, you know there's an issue.
1: Is it ever possible for critters like mice and whatever to get into those? No. They're close,
2: well, they they could, yes, oh. um, but to get into the pipe, you know, you should have screens over the termination point. Correct. And a sump pit's going to be, depending on the, the depth of your, your your drain tile system, I mean, you're, you're talking a sump pit that's down six feet, so could, could pests get in there? They could, but if they got into the pipes, they, you know, if they got down into the sump pit, they couldn't get back out, so they would die. Okay. And okay. the water should wash them into the sump pit. And that, that brings up something else, is check your sump pit and make sure there's no debris in there. Okay. Otherwise, your sump pump's not going to work properly.
1: Wow. Okay. And if there's debris in there, you just clean it yep. out? Okay. Okay.
2: You yeah, got it? You know, we there's there's so many variables that could cause issues. There's so many different ways to install sump pits. There's different pumps. There's all sorts of things. We, and for the most part, you try to take all the preventive measures you can so that nothing can get in there. But, you know, it's a cover, let's just say over a six foot deep sump pit. Kids could be out there and they pull the cover off and drop cars or whatever, you know, little in there. whatever toys mm-hmm. down in there. So that, you know, it's not foolproof, I guess, is my point.
1: And so that's why you're saying inspect routinely. So yes. how often is that just the, the spring? And
2: okay. Mainly if. if if, if our listeners are like, I'm just so busy, I don't really have time, for sure you've got to t- check it in the spring. Okay. When you know, like around here, snow's melting, you know, the, the ground's thawing out. When you know there should be water in there, make sure you te- or check it, at least in the spring. Okay. But you sh- should check it in the spring and fall.
1: Okay, so definitely, ideally spring and fall, but if you have to choose one spring.
2: Yeah, at least okay. when you know the water table is going to be a lot higher.
1: Okay. So what is your call to action for people?
2: Well, like we were just talking about, if you have a drain pit or some pit, make sure you check that. Um, also, just walk around, just like we talk about all the time, walk around the perimeter of your home. If you have a drain tile system, make sure that your grading all looks good. There's no sinkholes or something that would indicate something's going on.
1: Very good. And, um, if people are listening to this and they still feel kind of clueless because they're like, I really don't know what my foundation <laughs> is. And I really don't know how to check my sun pump. That's where the VPAs come really handy, right. right? Yep.
2: Our virtual property assessments, which we do, uh, via Zoom. And, uh, you know, it, it's not as high quality as me being on site, but it's the next best thing. And for our listeners, you just, you, you're, you're the camera person and I'll walk you through. We send you a checklist prior to it. So we have a lot of the, the, uh, not sure of the right word, but details kind of worked out, um, in the questionnaire. But for our listeners, they, 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 they run the camera and then I do a report after we're done. And it's literally like having an inspection done with me, but they're the camera person. Absolutely. And they can book those through the website.
1: Yep, so if you want to learn more about the virtual property assessments, go to cnccontractorservices.com. All right, we'll talk to you in the next episode.
0: Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's Free Mold Investigation Checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC Mold Checklist. Again, download Steve's Free Mold Investigation Checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.